It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast talking real estate around the UAE as we've been doing all year and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, it's a Thursday morning, the 30th day of November, the last day for the month December tomorrow and the year really feels like it is starting to close out. I hope that you are having a busy week and the weekend of course not too far away and coming up on Saturday as usual we have the Saturday morning property market update and Matthew Gregory is going to be here with his team giving us the very latest breakdown on the last seven days of property. And good morning to you if you are in Abu Dhabi. If it feels like your city is growing and expanding and more people are coming in, you would be absolutely right. Abu Dhabi's real estate sector has experienced an extraordinary surge, marking a staggering 186% increase in both volume and value of transactions during the initial nine months of the year and that information as per official reports from the Abu Dhabi Real Estate Centre they unveiled an unprecedented record 67.76 billion dirhams was documented in real estate dealings throughout the first three quarters of 2023 so that is is set to continue into 2024. I think it would be a very brave person to bet against that continuing next year. But as is the case in growing markets today for the last day of November for 2023, we just don't know what the likely trouble awaits for us next year. The term economists refer to this as being is headwinds or prevailing headwinds. Sometimes it sounds like they're giving us a weather forecast. So I will stick to the trouble on the horizon. So let's wait and see. It has been a busy week for us, but let's find out how our next guest is getting on as we bring you another episode of the Diary of a New Dubai Real Estate Agent. And we catch up once again with Lillian LeCampion and Good morning, Lillian. Welcome back. Good morning, Craig. Thank you so much for having me back. It's quite exciting listening to you here about Abu Dhabi. I have not had a chance to go across yet. It's only an hour drive from Dubai. But when I do, I'm really looking forward to seeing the Louvre Museum by Jean Nouvel. It's an architectural masterpiece and I can't wait to go across. You know, the reason that you haven't been across, Lillian, is you are chasing real estate like nobody's business. It is very true. Mario does actually say real estate is a seven-day business. He's not lying. We never sleep. Although he did get to Abu Dhabi himself over the weekend. F1 completely kitted out. He sent me a photo looking a bit like him on the bicycle with the Lycra, but this time Ferrari. I haven't actually seen that. I'd love to see it. It sounds hilarious. And it is a pity he missed out on Shania, Shania Twain. 
Yeah, yeah, Shania Twain, she would have rocked out the joint. Yeah, as I say, you are chasing real estate. And for those people that are tuning in for the very first time, Lillian was one of our listeners earlier this year, and she was listening to us from Australia. She has made the transition into becoming a real estate agent. She's an ex-architect, and we are chasing that first deal. So how are you getting on? I've actually had an incredible week, Craig. I'm really excited. So I'm six weeks in, a month and a half to real estate and also to Dubai. And I did make my first rental deal this weekend. So I actually had a young lady from Russia uh, in her early 20s who was looking for a one-bed furnished apartment in Dubai Marina. I spent the morning, I took her around four apartments in two buildings. One was Kayan Tower and the other one, Damak Heights. And she actually chose one on a high floor in Damak Heights. It was an 875 square foot one bed with quite an amazing view across the marina. So I did ask her, you know, why did you choose this one over the others? And she actually said that it was because there were lots of staff at the, the reception and she likes the idea of this added security. But also Damak Heights, which is up the northern end of the marina, uh, it's got 40 floors on top that the interiors were actually done by Fendi. They're called Damak Residence and the facilities are pretty good. They've got a really high class gym. They've got a co-ed working space that you can hire out. And so she took that apartment for 135,000 dirhams for the year in one check. But I have to say, I did notice that it's not just as simple as getting the tenant over the line. It's not like a work stops there. As a real estate broker, you then have to make all the contracts. So there's, of course, the Ajari that you have to deal with. There were a lot of questions from the tenant, uh, things about setting up the DWA, which is the Dubai Electrical and Water Authority. Uh, she wanted to know how to register the Ajari officially, which means you have to go into the office. This can sometimes take a few hours. And... Uh, one extra thing, the tenant really wanted a coffee machine and a microwave to be included in the deal. So we were able to get that over the line for her. So I was really excited to make my first rental. Oh, well done. Yeah, well done you. And did you find it a little bit interesting, like you mentioned that she is in her 20s, she's from Russia, but she said that there were more people in reception and she felt that that was good for security. Just, you know, with all the conversations we've had around security, Dubai is known to be safe. Yes, it is an interesting point. She's quite new to Dubai, so she perhaps um, hasn't experienced how safe it is here. I mean, I went for a run this morning at about 5.30 in the morning, and there's a shop in the marina that sells clothes and sunglasses and hats, and they leave all their stands out the front for 24 hours, even though the shop's not open at nighttime, because no one's going to steal anything. So it's a very safe place. Yeah, yeah, great. So how's that uh, running going? Eh? Is there many people out when you go out? I guess there is. There are so many people. And actually, you were speaking about Mario going out on the bike on Sheikh Zayed Road a couple of weeks ago. This Sunday that just passed, they had a running version of that. So I unfortunately didn't know about it. But if you look up the videos, you see thousands and thousands of people running along um, outside the Museum of the Future. It's quite cool. Yeah, 5.30 in the morning, me running, forget that. Forget that me being in a gym at 5.30. <laughs> Not for me. All right, so that's great news. So that is your first deal. So that is congratulations. But it doesn't stop there. The good news continues. You've only been going six weeks and you've made a property deal. 
I have. I also made a sale. So it feels like once you make one, the ball just starts rolling. Uh, I have a client from Sweden who I've actually been working with solidly for about a month. And I've been trying really hard to present him good properties. And then he's been coming back and forth from Sweden and the rest of the world traveling for work. So while he's been here, I've taken him on about two and a half days of viewing quite a lot of towers and quite a lot of apartments. Uh, the second time he came with his wife and she had a look also. And we very, very nearly closed about two weeks ago. And then I showed him an apartment in Kayan Tower, which I mentioned before. So listeners might know this tower as the twisty tower. So when you Google Dubai, it's actually the first image that comes up. Um, not the Burj Khalifa, surprisingly. But speaking of the Burj Khalifa, it is actually designed by the same architects. So it is an older building. It's from 2013. But um, you were talking to Mario on Tuesday about how the new apartments are actually getting smaller and smaller. And the one benefit of buying in an older building is that you do actually get this square footage. They actually ended up selecting an apartment that's two bedrooms. It's 1,525 square feet, which is really, really generous. Yes, it is older, but the quality of construction has been tried and tested. Um, this building is part of the tallest block in the world. It's got one of the best infinity pools in the marina. And then I showed them the apartment on Friday night and we just made a deal yesterday, which I'm really excited about. But then I have to say, as I spoke about previously with the rental, it's the contracts that are the really tricky part of the deal, actually. So we had to add some special conditions. Um, they wanted, of course, to have a structural and mechanical electrical plumbing check beforehand uh, just to see if there's any kind of damage. And look, this is something that is probably recommended because, of course, you don't want any surprises. So they've put in a clause that says if there's anything that's found that requires fixing that costs more than 50,000 dirhams, then they have the right to either back out or change the purchase price. So as an architect, I think it really supports them because I'm able to go along to this building inspection and understand what the building inspector is talking about and then relay that back to the client. So as I mentioned, this particular client is currently in Sweden. So we needed to organise power of attorney. He has a foreign exchange to go from kroners to dirhams. He doesn't have a UAE bank account, so we're uh, organising manager's checks. And if everything goes to plan, he should be in just in time for New Year's Eve to see the world's best fireworks from Dubai. That's a great little clause to have in there when you're doing your due diligence. Makes a lot of sense if you put a dollar value in terms of anything that needs to be rectified. It gives the the buyer the option to cancel the contract or renegotiate. And I'm just wondering how many of those coffee machines are going to be in future rental deals after listening to you. Well, you have to do everything to get the client over the line, don't you? So, yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes. So, what other sort of musings have you sort of noticed since we last spoke to you? Because we, we talk every three weeks. I believe that you've done a little bit of camping. I'm interested to hear how this went out in the desert. 
Oh, the camping is incredible. So we're coming into camping season in Dubai because the weather's getting cooler. It's about 24 degrees today, actually, which is really pleasant. And there's an area called the Dubai Desert Conservation Reserve, which is about 70 kilometers southeast inland from Dubai. So it's just sand dunes and valleys for miles and beautiful old skeleton trees. You really feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, even though it doesn't actually take that long to get there. So you can either hire tents and have people provide um, camping equipment for cooking and portable toilets, or you can, of course, bring your own and just choose a random spot. I have to say, so I'm obviously from Australia where there's a phrase, everything can kill you because there's spiders and snakes and sharks and jellyfish. But I was terrified of the scorpions in the desert. But luckily, the tent that we had was raised above the ground. So uh, we didn't see any scorpions. I'm really, really happy to report. The one thing I will say, though, is that the sunset is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen from the desert. And then when the stars come out, it's just horizon to horizon. And then we were really, really lucky in the morning, just as the sun was rising. We heard this noise. We popped our heads out of the tent and there was a herd of camels just wandering through. So it was just really beautiful. I recommend it to anyone who's here. Well, that's good. Yeah, you want to avoid all of the the scorpions and uh, not get run over by the camels. Fantastic that you have done so well in making a couple of deals. Look forward to chatting next time, Lillian, and I will let you get out and amongst that real estate today in Dubai. Thank you so much, Craig. I can't wait to tell you about the next deals. And I actually think the next podcast is on my birthday, so we'll have that to celebrate also. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. All right, so that is JVC. But don't worry, Lucia, I think that Mario has got another area, another location to give you some even more choices on. Yeah, I've also looked at JLT. Now, this is Jamira Lakes Towers as an alternative area. This is uh, very close to Dubai Marina, so very, very popular. Now here, for just over two million, you will get a one bedroom in the Banyan Tree residence. This isn't as big as the other one in JVC. This is 929 square feet, but this can be rented for 150,000, which brings a return of investment of 7.31. A two bedroom in MBL residence for approximately 13, 36 square feet is available at 2.5. Now this can be rented for 185 and this gives an ROI of 7.4. A three bedroom in uh, Lake Point Tower is available for 2.3. This actually can be rented for 160 and this brings an ROI of just under 6.95. And lastly, a four bedroom in a tower called Al-Walid Paradise. Now this is big. 2157 square feet in size and it's available for 2.2 million therefore this will actually bring a massive 10% return because it can be rented for 220,000. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.